Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you glad to be in God's presence this afternoon? Shall we be on our feet? Like us to sing this song, draw me close to you, never let me go. Where's Romeo? Hallelujah. God will be drawing us close again to his throne of grace. Amen. Today is somebody's day of deliverance. Can I hear a louder amen? Amen. The deliverance you've long been waiting for is coming here today. God will take you practically by the hand and deliver you from all your troubles. In the name of Jesus. Draw me close to you. of your heart. I lay it all down again. I lay it all. I lay it all to hear you say that I'm Jesus. Oh, you, you are, are my, my desire. Nothing else will take your blessing, my Lord. Jesus. To feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find the way. Help me find the way. Help me find the way. Bring me back to you.
chapter 3. Let's pick up our Bibles as we pray. Amen. Every time you appear before the Lord, seek for more of him. Jesus is the only difference that you ever need in your life. More of your grace, more of your glory, more of your anointing, more of your holiness, more of your righteousness. Jesus, just more of you. More of you. More of you. More of you. Laka prosiantalagabrosha. The refiner's fire is coming on you this afternoon. And he will burn off every chaff in the name of Jesus. He will burn off every chaff in the name of Jesus. He will burn off every chaff in the name of Jesus. He will burn off every chaff in the name of Jesus. Behold, I will send my messenger, and God is here already, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek, how many of you are seeking the Lord here, shall suddenly come into his temple, and we are that temple. So there is going to be a sudden visitation for you today, in the name of Jesus. Even the messenger of the covenant whom you delight. In. Behold, it shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. And God means what he says, and says only what he means. So God is coming, and he's coming for you. Amen. But who may abide the day of his coming, and who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like a fuller's soul. And he shall sit as a refiner, and purifier of silver. And he shall purify. He shall purify. He sh- God shall purify you today. <laughs> the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver that they may offer unto the Lord whatever it is that they have in righteousness. Praise the Lord. Until the refiner's fire does his work, you may be far from your work. Amen? That's why the song says, refiner's fire, my heart's own desire is to see, is to be holy. Without it, we might as well pack up and go home because everything be, is in vain. That's why the psalmist said, without you, Lord, everything is in vain. We call it in Nigeria, Nisi Dominos Frustra. Without God, all is in vain. Praise God. And he shall purify. I, I like you to pray today oh, that you are not walking out of this service with any form of sin, with any load, with any weight, with any appearance of evil, with any appearance of sin, with any appearance of filthiness, with any appearance of evil in any part of your mind, 
with any form of corruption, with any form of filthiness, refine us fire, purify me this afternoon. Are you praying? Refine us fire, purify me this afternoon. I must not leave this service the way I came. Whatever load, whatever filthy garment is hanging upon my life, let it catch fire this afternoon. Let it catch fire this afternoon. Are you praying? Let it catch fire this afternoon. My offering must be acceptable. My destiny must be acceptable. My service must be acceptable. My life must be acceptable. Refine us fire. Refine me today. Refine me today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Now look at verse 4. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord. As in the days of old and as in former years. And I will come near to you to deliver you. That's the meaning. I will come near to you to judgment. He said, return unto me and I will return unto you. He said, how? Set apart yourself. Set yourself apart for me. And you will see me show up in your life. God will show up for you. God will show up for you. Men and brethren, we need to clean up more. Bless God for the cleanliness we have by the washing of the water of the world, but we need to clean up some more. To see the next face of glory that God has brought down after this 30 years anniversary, we need to clean up. We need to clean up. Tell your neighbor, you need to clean up. You need to clean up more. You need to clean up the more. To assess the next wave of glory that is coming. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more prayer. If you are married here, I'd like you to find your wife. If you are married. If you are still looking for a wife, write her name. (laughs) If you know it. Praise the Lord. Today I will catch you now. Those people I don't know their wife, I will catch them now. Today is the day. Where is my wife? I am also married. And I can't leave the altar. So my wife will come to the altar today. Hallelujah. Amen. Please find your wife. If your wife has traveled and you have their picture, pull it out. Amen. If your husband is not here and you have his picture, pull it out. Praise God. I like us to pray for our marriages. Amen. Praise the Lord. Like us to pray for our marriages, truly. I mean, the Lord spoke to me a few days back about marriages under heat. Amen. Now, if we watch it, it will go off. And then we start running up and down praying. What kind of prayer? Let's pray the prayer now. Now, whatever we kill our marriage, Lord, kill it now. Amen. Amen. You know, the, the hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 37. And he said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? He said, Lord, you know. These bones are dying, but you know. You know it can live again. 
He said, okay, I want you to do one thing. Prophesy unto these dry bones. Say, all ye dry bones, come back to life. All you, my marriage, come back to life. You are not permitted to die. The love of the first day, the love of the first time, the love of the solemnization of holy matrimony, let it come back now. Let it come alive now. Let it come alive now. Let it come alive now. Lekotalab, are you praying for your home? Are you praying for your marriage? Lord Jesus, let the fire that we caught that day we got married, let that fire come back now. Whatever is dying in our homes, whatever is dying in our marriage, let Koshagada, Ziata Kotagarados, receive life, receive life, receive life, receive life. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. In the name of Jesus, every heart, every heart, be healed now, be healed now, be healed now. Every heart in marriage, every heart in marriage, we decree, let them be healed right now. Let them be healed right now. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying for your home? Gata Karadosh, Gagaradosh. My father's God, these are the marriages of your children. Lord, stretch forth your hand from heaven and bless us again. Every home, every home that is under heat, every home that is under the threat of breaking, we command it to be put back together. Put back together. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to the wind. Say, O ye winds, come from the four corners of the earth and bring life back to these bones. I'd like us to do the same thing. O ye winds of the Lord, from the four corners of the earth, bring back life into our homes. Bring back life into our marriages. Bring back life. Are you praying? Bring back life. Restore every home. Restore the joy of our salvation. Restore our love as at the first time. In the name of Jesus. Father, send forth your wind. The wind of life from the four corners of the earth to bring back life into our marriages. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, our homes shall not break. Your amen is not born again. Our marriages shall not scatter. In the name of Jesus, every stranger, every arrow of hair, every plan of the wicked to destroy our marriage, we destroy it today. In the name of Jesus. Maybe we don't know. Maybe we don't know this. Next to our salvation, our marriage is the most important thing. Why? Every marriage of the believer has potential to bring forth a godly seed. A seed that will terrorize the devil again. That's why he doesn't want your marriage to succeed. But he has failed. Our marriage shall succeed. Our homes shall succeed. Every agenda of hell to scatter our homes, 
by whatever form, by the blood of Jesus, it is destroyed today. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. I like to pray. Everyone that is sick here, Paolo Siakata, he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. I send the word of healing from the throne of grace into your body, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I speak to that migraine. I speak to high blood pressure. I speak to that cancerous growth. I speak to that tumor. I speak to that diabetes. Karato Sakataga. Come and call it by name. Whatever is harassing your body, come and call it by name right now. I speak to your eyes. I speak to your body. I speak to your reproductive organs. I speak to your womb. Receive life. Receive life. Receive health. Receive your healing. Receive it now. 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 In the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ makes you whole today. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. It is done. Hear this. The next home say, you will share testimony. Even if you don't say amen, I know you must share testimony. In the name of Jesus. For every barren womb this month is not over yet. God will visit you. My God will visit you. And wipe away your tears. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Let's put our hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Amen. Please be seated. I thought you'll be looking for pastor. And where is his... um, <laughs> Praise God. You don't know Pastor's wife. You should have been following him. So where is Pastor going? <laughs> okay, hallelujah. Praise God. You are welcome to God's presence again. This is still the bread of life fellowship where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. We want to bless God for a successful 30th anniversary and I especially thank everyone that served with us in the planning committee in church here to thank you for your support, for your love, for your show of faith in believing that God will make good what he has said. You shall not lose your reward in the name of Jesus. I share with us today in continuation of our series Fulfilling Your Days, Fulfilling Your Days, Part 6, the mystery of sanctification. The mystery of sanctification. Amen? We are dwelling too much on our salvation status. It's time to go up. Praise the Lord. Amen? There is much more to this kingdom than you and me know. So we need to give our lives to more of him. I want more of you. I don't know all of it. I want to know more. Because the more you know, the better you go. The more you know, the better you go. The higher you fly. The deeper you know 
Amen? It is all about the knowledge of the truth that we have. That's what helps us to maximize our Christian adventure. Praise the Lord. Behind sanctification are mysteries. Amen? We have celebrated breakthroughs and healings. We have celebrated turnarounds. We have celebrated the supernatural hand of God. We have celebrated prosperity. Amen? Praise the Lord. Our identity, by the way, our church, our ministry in Nigeria, our identity is prosperity. Amen? But it is not preached. Hello? Hallelujah. Our identity, the church I go to in Nigeria, the identity we have is prosperity. Amen? But that's not what we preach. <laughs> what we preach is give your life to Christ. He will give all that is in his hand to you. Amen? You give yourself, all of you, to Christ. He will give all that is in his hand to you. Praise God. I learned a secret, and I'm using it here tomorrow. Job chapter 29. The Bible talked about Job being the wealthiest of all the men in the East. You go and look at the things that Job was doing. It chronicles it from verse 1 to verse last. And just apply yourself to doing the same. Everything about your life will turn around. Turn, I mean turn around. Come to God and give all of you. And he will give you all of him. That's why he said, return unto me. And I will return unto you. He said, but how shall we return? He said, ah, you have been far with your heart. Your heart is far, far long. Brother Claudio was sharing with us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all the prosperity that everybody is dying for will come to you cheaply. Amen. Cheaply. You know the meaning of cheaply? You don't know? It will come like that in the name of Jesus. Sanctification is what determines your level in this kingdom. Clean up some more and you will rise higher the more. That means at your new birth, which is what all of us call salvation, you are just initiated into a covenant work with God. You still need to know more to go far and go better. You don't know all of it. There is still more to learn. Amen? And God will help us within the time that we have to see quite a lot of things here today. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 7, verse 22. The truth is this. At the root of our breakthroughs in life is a decision to be totally committed to living a sanctified life. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some fellows invite, I shared this in one of our meetings, some fellows invited me to one dinner, or was it lunch, and said, oh, we just want all of you to come, and you just come and have lunch. I said, I'm not coming. <laughs> he said, yeah, but it's a team gathering and team building, Maybe I'm not in that team. I don't want to be in that kind of team. 
Amen? Praise the Lord. He said, no, there is no, there is nothing hidden. I said, before you hide me inside it, you won't find me there. He said, there's nothing hidden. It doesn't matter whether it's hidden, whether it's in the open, I'm not coming. Praise the Lord. Why did I say I'm not coming? I said, the work I gave to you, you are not doing it. And you want me to sit down with you eating. Over what? What are we going to be discussing when we are eating? When you finish the work, I will buy you lunch. Amen? Don't harass me with your lunch. Uh, did, did I not eat before you invited me to lunch? Even if it is Nigerian food, it doesn't matter. Brother Claudie will give me biryani at home, so... <laughs> what are you going to... You want to lure me with... Uh, what is that? I'm not coming. Everybody said, let's go. I said, you are free to go. I'm not going there. All of you may be going to hell, minus me. I know where I'm going. I'm not working for you. I'm working for God. God must not catch me on the side of lies and deception. Amen? Let's, let's be clear about this thing, though, because you see, at the root of the breakthroughs of our lives is a decision to live a sanctified life. So that when the devil comes with all his tricks, and believe me, that, that, that guy is tricky. Heavily deceptive. Satan, he doesn't have power again. All the power has been collected. I hope you know. You don't know. You know, Jesus said, all power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So that means the devil doesn't have any. Hello? He doesn't have. But he has deception. Ah! I fear less by enemies. As the serpent beguiled Eve, so you should be corrupted. He used deception to catch Eve. And that's what he's still using today. It doesn't matter. Everybody is doing it. It's my name, everybody. Hello? Is your name, everybody? In case you don't know your name? You don't know your name? Eh, so everybody is doing it, it doesn't matter. Then you forget yourself and then you fall into it and say, Lord, have mercy on me. You know, I am flesh and blood. Shut up! What flesh and blood? <laughs> Amen? For I am flesh and blood for what? For I delight... In the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. This man is born again. Oh. Hello? Praise the Lord. This man that wrote this book of Romans is born again. Is he not? Uh, the law of sin walking in my flesh. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. You know the meaning? My mind knows enough to tell my body, stop that! Praise the Lord. Job said, in Job chapter 31 verse 1, I made a covenant with my eyes, 
Why then should I look lustfully upon a maiden? Job. Jesus had not come. Job. Job. You know Job? The wealthiest man in all the East. I made a covenant with my eyes. He shall not stray like this to look at another woman. My wife is enough. Amen? Amen. Tell your neighbor, your wife, my wife is enough. Tell your neighbor. So don't look at me with shifty eyes. Any attempt, your eyes may go blind. <laughs> Praise God. Amen? I have made a covenant, men and brethren, let's understand that this thing that we are doing is not a game. This is our life. Amen? This is our what? Romans chapter 8. I hope you are getting this. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Amen? Praise the Lord. I went to one interview a few years ago. And the Holy Spirit told me what to wear. It was that detailed. Hello? Amen? There is nothing wrong with the way you dress. As long as heaven does not condemn it. Amen? But to wear the attire of a harlot as a Christian and be comfortable, huh? the Holy Spirit has left you. The Holy Spirit must condemn you when you are doing wrong and you owe yourself a responsibility to listen. Otherwise, you are very close to destruction. And I mean it. And so I dress up Amen. If you look at me that day, there is what they call bus conductor in Nigeria. You know bus conductor? You don't know bus conductor? In India, they have now. I went there. <laughs> Praise God. You know the people that come and collect your money, collect your money. Go. I was not looking different from a bus conductor. But that's what God said I should wear. Okay. <laughs> Even me, I was telling myself, will they allow me to enter the gate? <laughs> Amen? So I got there, I said, hey, what? I said, I came for the interview. Oh, okay, you are welcome. Please, have your seat. By the time I entered the room, I saw all manner of designer suit, designer tie, designer shoe, designer men. <laughs> I think designer women also came. Praise the Lord. I was looking like uh, their servant. But that's what God said I should wear. As I sat down, the Holy Ghost said, they will call you first. Huh? That means they didn't see what every other person wore. They only saw me first. And they gave me the job. <laughs> they saw me first. By the time I entered, I was saying it inside though. Before they say, are you, are you mad? 
with your biro, I have favor. With your tie, I have favor. With your chair, I have favor. You are not permitted to ask me what I don't know. Are... Hey, men and brethren, I took over this place and then walk away. Praise God. So all the heavy tie, all the designer suit came after me. Praise the Lord. So it didn't matter what I wore. It didn't matter. They saw me first. I was already gone. And they cannot remember what I wore. So if they saw so many suits, they will have assumed that I also wore suits. <laughs> Praise God. That's what God can do. And that's what he will do for you. Walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Amen? Praise the Lord. Until tomorrow, I'm still listening to the Holy Spirit. Okay, no, don't wear that one today. Wear this one. Clear. Hey, how you feel about it? Is he material to me? You see, this is what God said, and that's what I'm going for, including what I wear. Amen? Including who to marry. Amen? By all means, this my wife showed me pepper before she agreed to marry me. <laughs> If you see pepper. But God said, this is where to go. Okay. So I went to pray again. Lord, are you still in this? Yes, go there. <laughs> okay, if you are in need, give me a sign. Then the thing open. Praise the Lord. That's how to live a sanctified life. The thing you call sanctification is not sanctification. The thing you are calling sanctification is just your mind. It's not the truth of scripture. Go and find out what is in the Bible about how to live a Christian life and align yourself. And then you live a victorious life. So if you don't know Bible, amen, all this our story, run away from sin, run away from this, run away from that, it will just be looking like stories because you don't even know the truth. Praise the Lord. Amen. And it doesn't matter. God understands. How do you know that God understands? How do you know? You don't know. You don't even have the Holy Spirit. So who is going to tell you that God understands or he doesn't understand? You don't know. Okay, even the Bible, you don't have access into it. But you are born again, no? Hello? Are you not born again? You are born again. Is this man that wrote this Romans 7 and Romans 8 not born again? He is. He's talking to the church, the believers. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's run, let's run, let's run. <laughs> Hear this. Verse 4, Romans chapter 8. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Verse 13, for if ye live after the flesh, even though you are born again, you shall die.
<laughs> Everybody's quiet now. <sighs> I like it. So don't play church around God. Amen? Amen? If you live after the flesh and you are, you are ready to continue feeding the lust of your eyes, the lust of your flesh, and the pride of life, you are at risk, sir. Amen? You are at risk. You are at risk. But you know, there is so much more in the hands of Jesus for us that the life he's asking us to live is to our advantage. Praise the Lord. There is so much more in the hands of our God for us. He doesn't need it. Does God need it? No. So it must be for me and for you. But he's saying this is the way to get it. No, 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 no. Uh, some people even think that they can be smarter than God. Hello? You know, there are human beings who believe that they can outsmart God. Is that possible? No. Can the maid be smarter than the maker? Praise the Lord. I think this is very practical to us, and we should come alive. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you, the believer, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. Now, this is the summary of these scriptures. That purity is the access to enjoying true life in the supernatural. Purity. A decision to live a life of holiness. A life sanctified is the access to enjoying true supernatural manifestations of God. Hear me very well. Jesus said that God makes the rain to fall on the righteous and the unrighteous. Am I right? Have you read that in your Bible? Is that not sounding like a risk? Praise the Lord. The rain falls on the righteous and the right and the righteous. That means whatever you got, amen, the unrighteous also has some kind of access to it. That's why you see people that are not born again prospering. Amen. But when we are talking about true riches and we are talking about eternity, they have no access. Amen. And when the rapture comes, which is the ultimate, they are finished. Amen. Irrespective of the rain that fell on all of us. That's a risk. Am I right? That's a risk. So why will I live a risky life? Why would I live a risky life? I think this is clear to us enough to want us to embrace the lifestyle of holiness. I read the book of Ezekiel this week, this week finishing, and I had my hand like this. When I got to chapter 33 and chapter 34, I wanted to start crying. Why? I saw me and the repercussion of not telling you the truth. Me. 
I saw me. And the repercussion awaiting me if I don't tell you the truth. I saw you. And the repercussion awaiting you if you don't embrace the truth. Praise the Lord. I think that we can close today now. I saw me and the repercussion awaiting me if I don't tell you the truth. And I saw you and the repercussion awaiting you if you don't embrace the truth. Believe me sincerely. Eternity is for all. But not all will make it. You shall not miss it. Your amen is not born again. You shall not miss it. God wants to bless us. God wants to prosper us. No doubt about that. But God wants our heart much more. Amen? You know why? So that everything he gives you, you will not forget where it came from. And you will not lose your mind because you have it. Amen? That's it. That's it. I used to crack a joke that a lot of people say, this prosperity is of the devil. I say, okay, I don't understand that one. Because I saw in the Bible that the rich Abraham was sitting in heaven. And the poor Lazarus sat in his bosom. Huh? <laughs> Amen. The rich Abraham, you didn't read it in your Bible, sat in, you see the right hand of uh, the throne, and the poor Lazarus sat in his bosom. So I look at the hierarchy that um, I think bosom somehow will be lower than, <laughs> so Abraham must have been higher. So what was it that qualified, that determined that hierarchy in heaven? It had nothing to do with the riches. Hello? It had nothing to do with the riches. It had everything to do with obedience. And quite a lot of us are dancing around. And say, hey, all these prosperity preachers, they are devils, they are false preachers, they are going to hell. Don't follow them. I'm going to heaven and I love prosperity. And we are going to meet there, all of us. You didn't say amen, no? You don't want. It's okay. <laughs> I want to be like Abraham. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to be like Abraham. It's okay. You don't want. It's all right. It has nothing to do with that. It is our obedience that God is looking for. And do you know, can you truly obey God and he will not bless you? Amen? I don't know why I'm talking like this. Somebody needs to be delivered. Can you truly obey God and he will not bless you? Amen? I didn't get to where I am by tricks. I just submitted to divine leading. And he has told me that he will raise me up again. And I, Lord, what do I do next? Okay, do this one. Amen? It is all about your obedience. The rich Abraham sat in heaven and the poor Lazarus sat in his bosom. And somebody said, prosperity is what 
the devil promised to give to those who are serving him. Eh? I clean my eyes like this. Eh? I asked myself, so am I serving the devil? <laughs> because God is blessing me. I know I'm not serving the devil. So that theory is not correct. Prove every theory by your lifestyle. If I say something here now, check your life. Are you in line? Is it in the Bible? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you blessed already? <laughs> Ezekiel 36. As we begin to this week, your good news will come. I don't know who this man is, but I'm seeing you here. This week we are entering. Ha. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What we hit you will be beyond recognition. Amen. You didn't hear what I said. Amen. This week that we are entering, the one that we start on Sunday. Amen. Amen. The thing that we hit you, you will not be able to recover from it. It is done. Verse 22. Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, I do not this for your sake. Now we talk about this, why, why God wants to sanctify. I do not this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the hidden, where you went. And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the hidden, which you have profaned in the midst of them. Amen? And the hidden shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you. Now, I want you to pay attention to one thing here. God said, I will sanctify my great name. Among the hidden, I will sanctify you in their midst. Amen? Let's go on reading. Let's go on reading. <laughs> For I will take you from among the hidden and gather you out of all countries, and I will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean. From all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you. He kept saying, I will, I will, I will. Are you listening to what God is saying there? I will, I will. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with God. It's about him. Am I making sense here? Okay, so let's go ahead. <laughs> and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. And you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. And you shall be my people. 
and I will be your God, and I will save you from all your uncleanness, and I will call for the corn, and I will increase it, and lay no famine upon you, and I will multiply the fruit of the tree, and increase the field, and you shall receive no more reproach of famine among the hidden. I will do it, I will do it, I will, I will, I will sanctify you for my name's sake. Hi. That's a mystery. That God did everything he did and he's still doing for his name's sake. May I not be part of that which will bring dishonor to the name of God. May you not be part of that which will dishonor the name of God. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 and 24. Now, may the God of peace himself, remember, I will sanctify you. I will, I will, I will. Now, this is Paul writing to the Thessalonian church. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. They are still saying the same thing. Hello? Look up. Look at me here. They are still saying what? The same thing. It is still about God. So stop struggling. Stop struggling. Settle down. I hear some truth here today now. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who he will cause you is faithful and he will do it. Now, I wrote something here in summary of these two scriptures. It is clear from these scriptures that we need to submit. That's our responsibility, our own part, our own responsibility, is to submit to the complete blessing of sanctification. Now, not this. Number one, from these scriptures, we need sanctification completely in every part of our being. Spirit, soul, and body. So you understand why God will sanctify you? Because with your flesh, you are serving the law of sin. But with your mind, the law of Christ. Praise the Lord. Are you getting this today? <laughs> Number two, we need sanctification because at the end of time, we shall stand before Christ. And he's coming. So we need to be kept blameless. Number three, we need sanctification for our service to God to be acceptable. Amen? Now, this is the summary of all that I've said today. God is the one that sanctifies. And he will meet the need for our sanctification. Why? Number one, because he is a faithful God. Number two, because we cannot live a sanctified life in our own strength. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. That is to empower you to walk in holiness and righteousness all the day of your life. Number three, because he's the God of peace and the only way to true life and peace. Now, I learned this one yesterday. Number four, God will sanctify you and me 
because of his name. Hello? Praise the Lord. And number five, God will sanctify us because of his will. Amen? (laughs) He has decided to demonstrate who he is through us. Therefore, the ultimate peace in life that you and me can ever enjoy is at the altar of sanctification. You must commit to live a life of sanctification. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with God. So what's your responsibility? Submit. Lord, I submit. I'd like you to put your hands upon your head where you are sitting. Lord, I submit to your work. Have your will in me. Sanctify me, body, soul, and spirit by your word, by yourself. Now, in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus. Now, I don't want general prayer. No general prayer. You know the things that you are doing that you shouldn't be doing. You know, and I know. I'd like you to take one minute. Lord, I now understand that you want me to live a life of sanctification because of your name. You don't want your name to be profaned. You don't want men to speak against your name. He say, and he says he's a Christian. And he says he's serving God. Look at the way he's talking. Look at the way he's behaving. Lord, I understand today that you don't like it. This is what I've been saying. This is how I've been living. This is where I have been going. I want you to kill it in me today. If you, through the Spirit, Romans 8.13, mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. Now you put your hands on your head and you begin to mention to the Lord the areas where you are failing and you want divine intervention. Lord, I now understand. I now understand. I cannot afford to walk my life the way I've been living it. I have been speaking the things I'm not, I'm not supposed to be speaking. Today, I, I stop it. I have been going to where I'm not supposed to be going. Today, I stop it. I have been reading the books I'm not supposed to be reading. Today, I stop it. Lord, have your way in me. 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 In Jesus' precious name. In the name of Jesus. Before I sit down, I like to just say this. Sanctification is a process. Hello? The Bible is clear about that. You submit. Lord, I'm ready. And he takes it off. Lord, empower me not to go there again. And he gives you the spirit. And hear me. The spirit will now be reminding you, but you have said you won't go there again. The day you want to go back. Praise the Lord. But you have said you won't do it again. The day you want to do it. That's the empowerment. You still have the right to go back there. Amen? Amen? Hear me very well. 
you still have the right to go back to your old sin. You have the right. But the repercussion, the repercussion is grave. Because you now know the truth. Praise the Lord. You have every right to say no to God. You have. Not everybody will go to heaven. Amen? Not everybody. No matter how hard we pray. Not everybody will go to heaven. So, you have some in church. Because the Bible tells us that judgment will begin from the church. So, some in church. I pray that we will not miss it. I pray we will not miss it all. This is my heart cry today. I have wept in the spirit before I came here. That Lord, if this is the truth of scriptures, may none of us miss it. We have preached enough about sin. Let's start living the life of sanctification. Let's, let's give ourselves to the Lord. There is so much. We can't take Oman. We cannot take this land if we don't clean up. Hello? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We can't take it. We can't take it, and God wants to give it to us. May we not miss it in Jesus' name. Let's be on our feet and bless Jesus. Church, just take a minute to think on what you have just heard right now. Sanctification. Sanctification. The decision to allow God to sanctify you is in your hands. Don't blame anybody else. Don't blame God. Don't blame the devil. Don't blame your spouse. Don't blame your boss. It is in your hands and in my hands. And God is telling us something very clearly today. It is time for us to clean up. And it is also time for us to allow God to clean us up. Somewhere we are missing the mark. Either we refuse to clean up or we refuse God to clean us up. And God is telling us it's time to change. It's time to stop joking with God. It's time to stop playing with God. Let's just talk to God. That's his heart's cry. You heard his heart's cry today. He wants to clean you and me. Jesus Christ washed the feet of his disciples. God is saying, I want to wash you completely. I want to clean you up. Don't stand in his way. That's God's cry. Now, I leave it to you. If you want to be sanctified, if I want to be sanctified, let's tell God about it. Let's submit to God. Talk to God. It's not about the prayer made from here or there or anywhere. It's you and it's me talking to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Yes, God, we have heard your heart's cry today. We have heard it clearly, Lord. Father, there is no mistaking your words. And we have so often fallen short. So often we have done what we want to do. And so often we have messed up our lives, Lord. Father God, so often we have put on an act, but inside we are rubbish. And Father, you are telling us that you want to clean us up today, Lord Father. You are saying, just come to me. Draw near to me. Psalms 119, verse 9 onwards. How can a young man clean, cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that you have spoken to us so clearly, Lord. And Father, I pray that every one of us, me included, will truly submit to you and not even be playing words with that, not even playing games with the word submit. But our surrender will be complete, full, and totally unto you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are so concerned about us. You are so concerned about where we are going to go that you keep telling us to mend our ways. Father, we just surrender ourselves into your hands. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. Father God, I pray, Lord, that the word which you gave us today shall continue to minister unto us, Lord Father shall not go void, but shall accomplish that which it was sent to do, Lord. We thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, Father, for your servant whom you used this day. And I pray, Lord, that you will continue to anoint him with your word, that he will bring it unto us strong and powerful, that we will hear your heart's cry as he speaks. We ask that you bless him and his family, Lord, mightily, Lord, Father, that there shall truly be a blessing in this place, we give glory unto you. Father, we commit every one of us into your hands. And we pray, Lord, that truly we will be the kind of people you want us to be. Submitted unto you, submitted unto your word, obedient to your word, Lord Father. We give all praise, honor, and glory to you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you as you step out, fellowship with each other, mind your language.